Anyways, the week of uh, June 13th, 2022. It's news to us. The January 6th hearings are underway. We'll do a little recap of what's going on there. Plus, the biggest, weirdest, and most it's news to us, newsworthy stories happening right here on It's News to Us. Let's press the little thing and uh, get it going because Jason has things to do. Things to do. He's got got to get. Yeah, this is a. We got to get Jason out of here. It's news to us. IW Radio. As soon as he gets here, he's like, "I gotta leave." <laughs> I'm a busy man. Busy, busy man. Yeah. Um, How are you doing, Eddie? Eddie. Yeah. It was your birthday last week. Happy birthday. We weren't oh, there. Yep. The audience know it's a big day. It was oh, so big. Over. Such a big Thank day. You. I don't even care about Huge birthdays. Uh, but uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Listeners need to tell you happy birthday. They do. And viewers. Tell me happy birthday or else. Do my, it's, my, it's my birthday month. I get the whole month. Don't you love one of those people like they take the whole weekend, the whole month? Yeah. Is it okay to take the whole weekend or is that too much? Or should it be? I think it's just your day, really. And maybe if you have uh, a birthday party that's on a different day, that's fine. But you, you, can't, know, you can't be celebrating for weeks on end. Why not? I say no. That's up to you. No, I say I, I can go either way. You can have a birthday weekend. You can have a birthday day. You cannot care about it. It's your call. It's your day. What about a birthday week? Is that too long? I know a lot, I've heard a few people doing birthday weeks. Um, yeah, I have too. Doing like vacations or something. That's cool. Like, hey, celebrate you, right? Uh, <clears throat> sure, if it's a vacation. Yeah, I kind of get that. But a lot of people will take over entire weeks and then you have to um, tell them happy birthday every day. Oh, my God. I think these are the same people who need a lot of attention on social media. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't agree with that. Let me ask you this, though. Like, uh, a lot of these businesses yeah. offer, like, um, a free drink, free coffee, or yeah. uh, half dis- uh, pr- uh, half price haircut, or anything like that. Did you mm-hmm. take advantage of any of that? Just on accident, I did. I wasn't meaning to. I just happened to go to Starbucks on my actual birthday, and uh, on the app, it said you get a free drink, and I was like, okay, cool. I'll take that. But, no, I... I I should. I, I was thinking about that when I when the thing on, in Starbucks on the app came up. I was like, I should be going to Denny's to get a free slice of pie, and then right. I go to uh, the uh, the Cracker Barrel, Papa Murphy's, get a free pizza. You do? I didn't know you get all I that. So. See, I need like a list of all the free birthday stuff. I think I'm going to try this. I think like yeah. even though I'm not going to use it all, I just want to go get the free stuff and then just see what I can accumulate in one day. Your birthday is coming up here soon. I think that's a great way to spend your birthday. Just like driving around to different chains and uh, and taking advantage, getting a whole bunch of free stuff. Yeah. Free haircut. Free uh, free free haircut. Pie. You can get a I don't free know ha- if it's free. Oh, OK. Yeah. Well, discounted. Wait, it has to be free, though. That's my stipulation. I, it, it's not discount. I want free. Uh, OK. Well, I agree. Well, it, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't want a discount. It needs to be. Well, I, I take fifty percent. Well, no, no, you're right. The free stuff only. Free stuff only. Yeah, it's me. It's you me. Give me stuff. my day, my birthday. It's all about me, 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 me. Well, happy birthday. Hey, well, doesn't that sound a lot like somebody that we know, Donald Trump? Well, what a good segue that is. Ooh, the January sixth hearings are underway, and um, well. 
We'll let you know what's happening so far and where maybe all of this is going and uh, give you our expert analyses because we've we've been following this very closely. I have been reading every article that comes out, making sure that I know what's happening. I've been glued to C-SPAN 24-7. Yeah. Well, Dirty Deets, here we go. The Dirty Deets. An in-depth look at this week's most important stories. So as we come to you live, there have been two hearings so far. And uh, today was the second on Friday. Was it Friday the first one? No, it was Thursday, right? Thursday. Thursday. Primetime. Primetime hearing. Oh, that primetime hearing. That was actually uh, a lot more riveting than I thought it was going to be, that uh, first hearing. I thought it was pretty interesting. They made a splash, didn't they? Yeah. And... It's funny to see the spin. A lot of uh, conservative media is saying that they're trying to make it seem like not many people watched it. They are saying less people were tuned into NBC than watched the nightly news. And, you know, they're trying to spin it that way. But in reality, when you add up all of the viewership, 20 million Americans watch this thing live, which is all a big TV audience. That's a huge audience. There's a lot of interest. That's a big audience. A lot of interest around this. You can't argue with those numbers. 20 million people were, uh, were glued to the TV. This is being compared to Watergate, although the implications, obviously, much bigger than that. Uh, the so true. former president of the United States tried to stage a coup and take over the government is what uh, is being laid out in front of us, the argument from this January 6th committee. It's just, it's, it's crazy. Um, they, they're they're going to continue to lay out their evidence. They sort of like set it up like a, um, this is the court of public opinion, of course. You know, it's not the court of law. So what uh, comes of this is um, not necessarily going to, you know, it, it, it's it's basically evidence for the Department of Justice. Will they prosecute is after, after all of this as evidence is presented that is the big question. And the evidence so far has been quite compelling. I must say. Yeah. I will I will second that. A lot of new new stuff has come out. Should we talk about today or the first hearing first? What do you think? I think we start today because right. it was pretty mind blowing. Yeah, and of course uh, as you're listening to this, uh, more information has absolutely come out so we're just trying to digest it as it comes in uh you know and we will uh, continue to look at this as we can but today a big day of course second hearing today um that's right what did the president know uh, and when did he know it that was the big question right big question and the way it started you knew something big was happening uh representative zoe lofgren who's a democrat from california started the hearing and her opening statement said that Trump knowingly relied on false claims that there were widespread election fraud to dupe his supporters into believing the 2020 election was stolen. But he knew that that was incorrect. Yeah, and um, apparently all of this stemmed from a drunken Rudy Giuliani. Of course, right? A, a hammered Rudy Giuliani getting on the phone with Donald Trump on election night saying... It was stolen. Tell everybody that it was stolen. And uh, we're going to uh, tell everybody 
that it's fraud and the voting machines. And uh, Trump essentially took advice from a shit-faced little troll, Rudy Giuliani. And that's how this this whole thing started because of one drunk asshole. It ignited a wildfire. Yeah, seriously. And everybody around Trump were learning, knew that it was all bullshit. To uh, actually quote uh, former Attorney General Bill Barr, bullshit. 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 Yeah, they kept telling Trump that uh, uh, all his advisors were saying that, you know, this didn't happen. Trump knew that uh, the election was not stolen. Yet he kept pounding this different conspiracy theories. The voting machines, Dominion voting machines was being hacked. The dead people were voting like all this nonsense just to drum up money. It was all it was all a marketing ploy, Eddie, which is disgusting. This was a giant marketing thing. Not even marketing. It was it was basically Donald Trump doing what he does best, which is being a, a grifter. And yeah. Being a con man, he was getting, he's trying to drum up support through his idiot supporters, trying to get them to donate money to his campaign to overturn the election. And this money actually went to enrich himself and those around him. It didn't actually go to what he was saying it would go to, which is fraud, by the way. Yeah. Let's fraud. not, let's not, let's not overstate that. That is fraud. Like- that, that is clear fraud. Yeah. Because there he is. Uh, Exploiting donors, two hundred and fifty right. million dollars was. Yeah, we're not talking just a little bit of money here. Like you know, we're talking hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. So they they said that they were going to spend this money on legal fees, right? But the donations went somewhere else. Yeah. So you know they the Trump campaign were blasting supporters with up to twenty five emails a day. Urging them to donate to twenty five a day. Can you imagine twenty five emails like, a day? Shut the hell up! Donate. Get out of my inbox. How could anybody put up with that? Should I get I get one email a week and I unsubscribe. Right, twenty five a day. How desperate 25 is that? Five a day. Give me money. Give me money. I want give me money. Win. I need money. Like this successful billionaire is more annoying than your. Uh, your street corner panhandler. Hmm. That's true. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so they said that they needed money for their defense pack that, uh, you know, in a tape deposition, a former campaign staffer, Hannah Allred, said, I don't believe there's actually a fund called the Election Defense Fund and that this was all just a marketing tactic. So where did this money go? So if it didn't go to the legal fees... Do we know? Yeah, so we know some of it. There okay. was a slide that was uh, part of the congressional hearing today that investigators pointed out uh, where some of that money went to. $5 million of dollars went to the event strategies, which helped set up the rally at the Ellipse near the White House. Um, that's where DJT and uh, Kimberly Goyfoyle and Rudy Giuliani, they all spoke <laughs> right before the January 6th. Okay, so he used Riot. some of this money from his supporters to try to stage a coup. Yeah, got it. I heard, I read a, a or uh, was said today in the hearing that uh, Kimberly Goyfoyle. Yeah, I'm saying yeah, you're right. saying yeah. it right. Yeah, 
Donald Trump Jr.'s wife. Right. Uh, she was paid $60,000 for a two and a half minute introduction for DJT. She was for on stage two and a half, half minutes and she made sixty thousand. Paid sixty thousand dollars. So they were funneling a lot of these camp or these so-called donations to the legal fund to these people around Trump's inner circle uh, at this at this event with high speaking fees. That's correct. Also, okay. they noted that a uh, million dollars went to the nonprofit that eventually hired his, uh, DJT's chief of staff, Mark Meadows. And another million dollars went to the America First Policy Institute, which backed the social media lawsuit Trump lost in April. And then a couple hundred thousand dollars was funneled to the Trump Hotel collection. Okay. <laughs> so went to his Trump properties. Why, why the hell do people give this guy money? Like, and the Because people- they got 25 fucking emails and they're like, shut up, I'll give you a <laughs> yeah. dollar. How many how many of these uh diehard Trumpies do you think like emptied their entire life savings? I bet a lot uh, did. Man, I hope not, but an analysis from ABC News back in February of this year found that only thirteen million dollars of the almost two hundred and eighty million dollars raised went to legal expenses. So thirteen million dollars went to legal expenses for the election uh fund or the defense fund or whatever they wanted to call it. And, you know, where the, the rest of the money, you know, we're still learning. We're still investigating. And, if, and that 13 million out of the total 280 million raised. So I thought it was a little yeah, more so, than 250, 280. They're saying that. Okay. So, yeah. So 267 million unaccounted for, you know, if anything, this guy needs to be taken down for fraud. You, you know, I mean, there's arguments for and against indicting him for, uh, staging a coup and uh, seditious conspiracy and, consp- and and defrauding the United States. Um, I guess we can talk about what we both personally think in a, in a little a bit here on that. But um, they, they, there's a lot of a lot of shit going down here, and he needs to be taken down for something, just something, anything at something. this point. He's, he's clearly breaking the law according to this evidence that is being presented by the January 6th committee and. So they got to nab him for something. They really do. I mean, our, our, I'm tired of seeing these rich fucks get away with, with breaking the law. Teflon Don. And especially him because he's done nothing but break the law in plain sight and nothing ever fucking happens to him because everybody's too afraid or he's protected by his stupid Republican cronies. Yeah, yeah it's, it's mind blowing. I mean, the committee today played uh, several videotape yeah. depositions of some of Trump's closest aides, including senior advisor Jason Miller, who uh, talked about the unwelcome role that uh, Mayor Rudy Giuliani played and the fact that he was trying to get through to DJT the, on election night, telling them, just say it's, it's, it's been stolen. We'll prove yeah. it later. Again, just he was saying that stolen. while hammered. Hammered. According to, I mean, like... The guy's already hammered constantly, so you, you have to think he must have been extremely hammered. I mean, do you think that he was like sweating and like the his uh, <laughs> hair dye was dripping down into his drink? That's how I envision uh, Rudy Giuliani. Like that's his bitters. Is his <laughs> yeah, his hair dye drips into his scotch. Yeah, yeah, that's what I see too. 
Oh, God, what a mess that guy is. How is he not dead? <laughs> you know, I was thinking, like, how are, like, some of these people still alive, these evil assholes? And uh, then you have, like, Taylor Hawkins of the Foo Fighters. He uh, he's, he passes away, or uh, Robin Williams isn't with us anymore, but we still have Mitch McConnell. You know, it's, isn't that weird? Do you think hate keeps these people alive? Uh, maybe. <laughs> it's so strange. Maybe. Yeah, that is strange. I've been thinking about that a lot lately. Like, uh, anyways, what a dark thing to think about. It is dark. Yeah, we live in a dark world. What can I say? We do live in a dark world. When when we uh, lose Taylor Hawkins and we still have a seemingly healthy Mitch McConnell walking around, it's it just blows my mind. Um, anyways, you wait real quick, Rudy Giuliani, drunk dials DJT election night. Yeah, you know, being yeah, drunk. that's exactly he, what happened. Yep. Yeah, do you think that he was staying at the Four Seasons Landscape <laughs> building? Probably. I hope so. Uh, or somewhere awkwardly unzipping his pants. One of the two. <laughs> um. So, uh, th- so we got to see more of former Attorney General William Barr and his testimony. Right. What uh, new revelations came out? Yeah, so we we heard more about um, kind of uh, Bill Barr's uh, account of what happened following the election and going through this, you know, the three months. Um, and he said that uh, uh, that he he couldn't believe that DJT was believing the stuff that, and he's lost contact and has become detached from reality. If he's really believing all this conspiracy stuff. He said that he set up a lunch with Associated Press uh, reporter Mike Balsamo. And that in that meeting, uh, Bill Barr told him in a known uncertain terms that DOJ had not seen levels of fraud that would come even close to affecting the election. Right. I kind of remember that report coming out, don't you? I do. And then and, he also yeah. told the committee that uh, he expected to be fired later that afternoon at, um, but instead, he met with Trump yeah. at the Oval Office where the president was incensed and spewing conspiracy theories. He's never seen him that mad. And yeah. he, he didn't believe there was anything substantive to the claims of voter fraud. He just told them that they were, it was all crazy and that they're wasting their time. Uh, so Bill Barr, former attorney general, uh, is Bill Barr. really no good guy by any stretch of the me is no. uh, imagination. In fact, I think we did a whole episode, uh, maybe a year ago, like talking about what a piece of shit he is, but I think we've done several probably how but, he swept the Mueller report under the rug, right? He protected. I mean, he's Trump. not a, he's an unsavory character in himself. Like, and he's saying this, like that's pretty damning in my opinion, right? Here's a little bit of uh, bill Barr calling Donald Trump's assertion that there was election fraud bullshit. In that context, I made it clear I did not agree with the idea of saying the election was stolen and putting out this stuff, which I told the president was bullshit. Bullshit. It was bullshit. It was bullshit. And I told the president I was bullshit. I got to hear him say bullshit again just because, I don't know, I find it funny. Like, his voice just really is funny to me. I don't know why. He sounds like a cartoon character a little bit to me. This stuff, which I told the president was bullshit. <laughs> I told him that was bullshit. I told him that. I yeah. can't hear you. 
you know, it's okay. It's like, you told us bullshit. I, I told the president, bullshit. you know, I told him that. Uh, well, you had a chance to get that asshole out of the off at office, but uh, and prosecute him for other things, but you didn't. So yeah, and then uh, Bill Barr resigned himself. Yeah, uh, you know, in late uh, yeah. December he resigned because he couldn't deal with it anymore. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and also I think he was trying to protect his own ass. I think at this point he's like, I don't want to be implicated in any of this. So I want to sell books. I'm gonna I'm gonna get out of here right now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, sell some books here. Uh, I, I thought I'm gonna tell everybody it was bullshit. Um, so yeah. Any anything else? Uh, any other big revelations in this? Second yes. Hearing? Yes. So oh, okay. Uh, a Fox News former political editor, Chris Steyerwalt, who was uh, part of uh, the Trump ca- Trump campaign, also testified before the committee on Monday that Biden undeniably won in 2020, and he stood by his neck network's decision to quickly report the Trump's surprising losses in otherwise red states of Arizona and Georgia. And as time went on, he said Trump's loss just became more apparent. This testimony was notable because Fox News was spewing conspiracy theories weeks after the election about missing and destroyed ballots. And right. it's just like, it, what? what? So they stood behind their, their call on well, what happened in the election, and uh, then they spewed all right. the nonsense. Well, the thing about Fox is that, from what I've heard, is that they have a, a pretty good uh, news division over there, like an actual news division. But of course, what? when you're watching uh, Fox News Channel, you're seeing all the pundits over there, and like the the Sean Hannitys and uh, the Janine Pirate, whatever the fuck her name is, and Judge Janine, uh, Judge Janine, and uh, the other Tucker fucker Carlson. You're seeing all these idiots. And, uh, you know, spew out nonsense and conspiracy theories and right like hard, hard right wing propaganda. Uh, you don't really get to I mean, remember they had Chris Wallace, Chris Wallace, a great news reporter. And, and his time on Fox when he was on the air. Great. You could you could actually it was, you know, actual news. So to me, it's no surprise that um, Fox was able to confirm. They're actually one of the first to confirm Arizona. They were. I remember on an election night, we were live. And we were saying Fox confirms Arizona first. NBC is waiting a little bit, but Fox was confident in it because they, they have a good news team over there. So that's interesting that the uh, uh, that the, one of the guys in charge of making that call testified and was part of the Trump campaign and eventually resigned uh, uh, himself after all these conspiracy theories were you know they were trying to spread those out in the world. Like he ended up resigning himself. Again, probably to save his own ass, but right, yeah. It, what we're seeing is just a lot of, you know, uh, CYA man, CYA. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, the the hearings are going to continue on, and of course, if you missed the first one, uh, there's a many recaps out there. You can go see um, a couple of highlights or lowlights were uh, some new, previously unseen footage from police body cameras. Uh, you get to see Bill Barr saying bullshit. Uh, and one of the the coolest things I thought was Ivanka Trump, uh, Trump's daughter uh, goes against what her father was saying and sided with attorney general Bill Barr on tape and said that she accepted what Bill Barr was saying regarding the election results. And then uh, subsequently she gets thrown under the bus by her father the next day. Um, so no way. <clears throat> yeah. Did you know, did you see that? Of course. Yeah. yeah. But 
I mean, no one was shocked by that, right? Yeah. So it will continue on. I mean, like, uh, what do you what do you want the outcome of this to be? Ideally, I mean, obviously, I think I know what you think ideally, but what do you think the outcome will be? I think we talked about this a little bit in person, and you seem to be uh, pretty pessimistic overall. You don't think that anything is going to become of this, correct? Well, I don't think anything legally will become of this. I think that um, for the sake of saving democracy, the DOJ will refuse to press charges. But uh, what what, what do you mean? What what would the argument be, uh, though? Because... Uh, to save democracy. Well, to save democracy, don't you have to punish people who are trying to take over the I mean, country? yes, but they're they're going to try to cater to uh, the right here, I think, and uh, say that we're not going to go after them to try to, you know, keep the peace when they should to absolutely go for it. keep the peace. See, I mean, that's... Uh, that's what I, I, I think is going to happen. You I, I know. I, 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 I fear, you, I fear you that you're right. It. I fear that you're right. And um, yeah. I'm going to be actually shocked if anything other than that happens, unfortunately. Um, but to me, it does seem like they are teeing up some sort of a charge. And uh, um, what I hope is w- with these hearings, what they're trying to do is just prepare the American public mentally and say, um, you know, uh, uh, charges are coming for for the former president, and this is our case, and this is a court of public opinion, and we want you to know why uh, these are going to be pursued. But of course, it's up to the DOJ, and uh, if if the if the DOJ decides to ignore all of this evidence that the January sixth committee is putting out there, like uh, at that point, I, I I've already lost faith in this country, but. Um, I, uh, I'm going to lose even more faith in our legal system. That's for sure. And I, I just don't, ag- and I know I, there's a new report that came out today that says the G- DOJ is assessing different scenarios and different outcomes and, and, and what the consequence would be of, of, uh, pursuing charges and not. And one of the big fears they have is if they do in, uh, decide to charge DJT, they're afraid there might be a civil war. Um, and maybe they have information on that that we don't have. So I I don't know. So would you would so if that's the big the big uh, fear is civil war. Do you think that civil war is worth charging a former president for staging a coup? Yes, I think right is yeah. right and wrong is wrong. Yeah, I also think that we can't be afraid to do the right thing because we are yes. we think that a few idiots might act up you have to do the right thing that's what it should be the law is the law and if somebody's making a case that is undeniable and um a judge and jury decides to convict somebody i that's what america that's fair due process and that's what america is all about so let the evidence speak for itself yeah i agree Right. Well, you should. Yeah. We should be doing the right thing. We should be advocating for that. But you know, I think the the other calculation is like the midterms, right? Like, what happens? Like, is this going to fire up the left base, or is if they charge them, will that fire up the right base? Like, the impact on the midterms is huge. I think. Well, by all accounts, they say that Democrats are fucked in the midterms and don't have a chance. So uh, maybe this could be the fighting 
chance if uh, the DOG J decides to convict the Democrats can push hard and on that messaging um, or uh, not, I, I, I mean charge not convict. But I mean, you, I think just having this airing yeah. or like having this hearing prime time for the first was uh, I mean, they're trying to get the the public to see it for their own through their own eyes, right? Like not through pundits, not through spin, but like just see it. Yeah, and and um, they've been putting out. I mean, geez, we can go on and on uh, about this, but uh, we sh- we should probably wrap it up here. But it, it is interesting that Fox News uh, is did not air the first night of the hearings. Instead, they had uh, Sean Hannity and Tucker Carlson on without commercial interruption <laughs> to make sure no their their Fox viewers didn't leave. They didn't, they didn't channel surf. <laughs> and then they were on saying that was all lies and a conspiracy. And like, this is really scary to me, by the way, yeah. when it comes to Fox news, doesn't Disney own Fox or is Fox news different? That's different. It is. Yeah. Disney owns ABC. Yeah. But I thought Disney bought Fox cause they now own uh Oh, they bought 20th century Fox. So I guess that's different, right? Yeah. It's like the movie. So Rupert Murdoch, he owns uh, Fox News, right? And well, what about the what about all oh, yeah. these like elected officials, like Republican elected officials that are blindly following and ignored all of this, and they were like, "Oh no, we don't want to be on the committee." Like, and then they censure like you know Liz Cheney and shit. Like, what about them? Like. This is really deep, like yeah. very deep. It, it, is, it uh, really is. But yeah, right is right. Got to do the right thing. That's all I'm going to say. <sighs> um, yeah. So anyways, Disney does not own Fox News. I just looked it up real quick. I just wanted to Thank God. Sure. Yeah. Uh, anyways, I was going to say we should all cancel our Disney Plus and say goodbye, Star Wars. Um, we need a refund from last month then. Yeah. Uh, thanks to our sponsor, every scandal begins with a lie, but the truth always comes out. Then comes fallout and outrage. Well, you know, we hope that the truth comes out. We hope that justice is served. There's this uh, new podcast. It's Wondery's American Scandal. You know who hosts it? Lindsey Graham. Oh, your favorite. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, uh, it takes a deep dive into the heart of America's dark side. And it looks at what drives someone to break the rules. And then what happens when they're caught? Oh yeah. That's a theme lately. Uh, the new season covers the DuPont chemical cover up. Pretty interesting, uh, which is, um, uh, you know, if you're into, uh, uh, like the corporate white collar crime and how these, these guys get away with this, these, these huge, scandals this is a really great listen and um it's a sad one too uh, it's a heartbreaking tale of the race for the cheapest and quickest production of plastics coolants and synthetic consumer products that led to the catastrophic contamination and irreparable and irreparable 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 i say damage for those that were exposed to harmful chemicals See, they put in a, a lot of words with a lot of syllables all at the same time in that sentence. It's more impactful. Catastrophic contamination and irreparable damage. Jeez. 
Those are big words. Got to give me it's a moment. It's a true story. This is a true story. Yeah, it is. Entire communities of people, cattle, and land suffered toxic poisoning for decades due to negligence and greed, of course. It always uh, comes back to greed. Very sad. So how did these chemicals make their way into the local water supply and what happened to the towns once the truth was revealed? Follow the story on American Scandal DuPont Chemical Cover-Up. You can listen to American Scandal on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you get That's your That's a podcasts. big word, too. Watch out. Amazon. A- a- Amazon. You can listen one week early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus and Apple Podcasts or the Wondery app. Thank you, our friends, Wondery, producing very good and great content over there, and we uh, appreciate you being part of its news to us. And uh, I think our content goes hand in hand. And um, maybe, maybe yeah. we could, uh, maybe we could host one of these uh, stories. Bring us on and see what happens. You'll lose all of your subscribers, but we will uh, have fun. In the process. We'll and that, all that matters that. is if Jason and I have fun. That's right. That's right. That's, That's really right. all that matters in life. We're finally getting it. We're having fun. All right. We'll be right back on its news to us. We have a news roundup on the way and uh, a lot of uh, interesting stories to get to, including uh, Postmates uh, uh, promoting anal sex. It's an all. Oh, okay. Is that <laughs> an all sex and uh, and more? Postmates wants you to have anal sex. We'll talk about that coming up on its news to us. Don't go anywhere. All right, news to us back live on Adobe Radio, and it's news to us on Twitter, Instagram. Time for the news roundup. Well, uh, take a dive into everything happening. Try to update up you date you on the world right now. We're gonna up you date you. It's news to us. News Roundup. Well, it is Pride Month and food delivery service Postmates wants you to have anal sex. That's right. The ad features fruits and vegetables clothed in leather clag harnesses and jock straps adorning animated foods. Yeah, they put the out ad- this ad on uh, was it uh, on on uh, Twitter? I think like a video ad. We actually have the ad. Yeah, let's watch the ad. Uh, let's just can we see this? We can. We can uh, pause it as it goes and take a look here. Let's see here. And by the way, this is upsetting a lot of conservatives. They're saying, uh, "How dare a food delivery service tell me to put thing in something in my butt?" You know, it's not allowed. I will not allow that. What are you eating this pride? Well, if you're a top, it seems like you can eat whatever you want. But if you're a bottom, you're expected to starve? Not this pride. Introducing the bottom-friendly menu from Postmates. We teamed up with Dr. Evan Goldstein from Bespoke Surgical to bring you a menu of bottom-friendly foods backed by science. Yeah, so they... uh I guess have come up with a menu on Postmates. It's high in fiber, I suppose. Or, or you know, it I don't gets, get it. It gets things moving out of your uh, rectal area. That way, you're you're good to go. I get it now. Get it now. Okay. Soluble fiber won't help you feel cute, so avoid things like whole grains, wheat bran, cauliflower, potatoes, legumes. So those are the foods you want to avoid, according to Postmates, if you want to enjoy anal sex. Don't eat whole grains, wheat bran, cauliflower, legumes, and potatoes. 
Mm. There goes my whole diet. So what do I eat? What do I eat then? Um, carrots. Oh, well, let's see. Let's learn. Here we go. Hold up. Are you just fully diving into those beans? <laughs> the problem with these foods is they don't dissolve in water, which could cause a traffic jam in your digestive system, making a mess of your evening. So they're showing a couple of different food groups on the, on the left. We see everything that I eat on the right. We see everything that uh, you're, you're supposed to eat. If you want yeah. to have anal sex, according to Postmates, we're seeing like some fruits and some uh, nuts. Is that a cupcake? I see. So cupcakes are OK if you want to have anal sex. Oh, thank God. Yeah, but not um, a milkshake. Don't milkshake have a milkshake. Bad. Hot dog is bad. Learning Fries so much here. Bad. All right. No fries, no milkshakes, nope. cupcakes, no chicken nuggets, bananas, blueberries, strawberries. Those are okay. Granola. I think that's what that is now. Speaking of messy, it's a good idea to avoid dairy. I cannot handle lactose right now. Look at it. If you're going to eat something insoluble, give your body about 24 hours to process all of it. Okay. So, you know, if, if you're going to have any junk foods and you want to have anal sex, 24 hours plan plan ahead. plan ahead so this is an educational segment right uh from our friends like yeah 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 you know i feel like this is uh it's like schoolhouse rock right now <laughs> it's a uh sexy schoolhouse rock Delivered how about we'll call it schoolhouse cock delivered by postmates <laughs> yeah by postmates <laughs> Soluble fibers and protein are the key to having some good, clean fun. These all digest easily and slowly while feeding your good gut bacteria. So what did that say? Uh, Nuts, rice. White rice, white rice, not brown. Okay, white rice, citrus, peas. Peas? Peas. Doesn't that create gas? I guess not. Fish. So you can have fish and, and citrus and white rice, and that's it. What about corn? (laughs) <laughs> i don't know questionable uh, i don't know it depends on what you're into there <laughs> i guess i don't know e here we go which makes sushi a great bottom friendly option there's no right or wrong way to bottom uh yeah yeah so that makes sense you know fish and white rice sushi it up this is, I feel like this is valuable information right here. But again, uh, conservative groups are like losing their shit over this. But if you're planning on getting peachy this pride, the bottom friendly menu on Postmates has the kinds of foods that can keep you feeling good. Are you organic? Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm sure Republican hmm. Senator Lindsey you know, so, so I'm sure that uh, Republican Senator Lindsey Graham is just very upset over this, don't you think? As he's running. How dare they do this? I mean, uh, how could they have such a thing on the Internet and promote anal sex like that? Just like, yeah. wait, I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't heard Lindsey Graham in a long time. I don't know if my impression is that good. But uh, anyways, good on Postmates. I mean, like... Uh, there you go. In case you're looking for a way to celebrate. How do you feel, though, about uh, all these corporations getting in on, on Pride Month? Do you think that it's too much? Do you think that 
it's good or bad. What do you think, Jason? Because there's a lot of um, a lot of people on the right and left that say that it's bullshit. It might be bullshit um, for why they're doing it, but I think it's good that they are. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, 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 it can't hurt, you know. Like, why? No, I think it actually helps. Like, it's I helping. Too. I think I think it helps the narrative and like our social view of this. Like, as a society, like the more corporations push this, you know people are going to become more accepting. Hopefully is what I'm hoping. I, and I also find it just hilarious too. Like it's sort of shoved down conservatives throats. No pun intended. You know, you walk into to a target or a Walmart and there's just fucking rainbows everywhere. I love it. You know, what's <laughs> interesting is, um, yeah. I was trying to get, I, uh, I was at target with my daughter a few weeks ago and I, she picked out a shirt. It was a pride shirt and it had like a list of dates on the back of like, um, different events um, in the last hundred years, and we went to check out, and it's like we did a self checkout, and like I scan it, and it says, uh, and like calls the clerk over to come check it out, and like she's like, oh, I don't know why this isn't scanning. And, like she scans it again, and she's like, says it's been recalled, and then she calls her manager over. The manager comes over, and I'm like, you know, I just want to buy this shirt, like. And my daughter really likes it. And she's like, I'm sorry, I can't sell it to you. It's been recalled. And I'm like, why is it recalled? Is it like bad thread? Like what's happening? And she's like, I don't know, but I can't sell it. Took the shirt Wait, and what? like walked away. What store was this? Target. And okay. I, I didn't hear about this. Do you think that uh, this made I the news? Have you the story yet? No, was this this year or was it uh, a previous? Yeah, year? we just we just this just happened to us like a month ago. Hmm. I, I just uh, googled recalled Pride T-shirt Target and nothing came up. Yeah. So well, you, you could have broken the story. Ah, I just did. What did the shirt say that was so bad or whatever? Like why was I, it nothing? What did what, what did the shirt say? It was made by Levi and it said Pride on the front and rainbow. Okay. And then on the back, it had a list of like different like um, dates of like um, that were like historical for you know that were pride specific, right? Like, so maybe one of the dates was incorrect. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Maybe yeah. that. Let's just hope that it was something like that. Maybe they got uh, it was incorrect information, and maybe you know. Right. Hopefully, the shirt didn't have like radon on it or something. I don't know. What else could it have been? It had to have been the wrong date, like right? Yeah. Anyway, so anyways, I uh, we went to Disney a couple weeks ago in California. That was fun. And we also went to California Adventure. We and you're speaking of your daughter. Your daughter came and she uh, is ten. You are yeah, your great, great dad. Age. You took her yeah. to to Disney. By the way, uh, is she still talking about it, or is it like it never happened, or what is she? <laughs> does she does she uh, does she like it? Did she like going no, to Disney? Of course she loved it. Yeah. Like we, we got to go again. Like she loved it. Well, you remember, I think, I think the thing that got her was like how much, how, like the lines, lines were a little hard. Oh yeah. Well, we went on a holiday weekend like idiots. Yeah, that was, yeah. There, we went on a anyway. weekend during Memorial day and that was really dumb, but it was a time. Yeah, we but had. it was still fun. It, we had a great time. So you, you remember that uh, thing at uh, California adventure? It was that Spider-Man uh, it's like a live performance where Spider-Man swinging around. We saw him dangling on the on the line. Yeah. 
You know, like, a, yeah, I wanted to stop and watch it. And you guys were like, no, let's go. Right. <laughs> we're like, now. And Jason's like, yeah. I, I want to watch it. Well, I want to watch this, mom. Maybe we should have stayed and watched it because just uh, the other day there was an accident that occurred. I'm going to play the, the video of what happened here. Uh, All right. It's a video of Spider-Man. He is uh, on his web and going from uh, a platform to a building and it doesn't go as planned. Here goes something. Yeah, so what what did you see there? What happened? So Spider-Man comes swinging <laughs> out from the rope and uh, crashes into a building. <laughs> he swings. Like, how high is he? I don't know. That's pretty high, right? Uh, yeah, that looked like at least, like, I don't know, 40 feet. And then he just crashed, and he just he demolishes this building that he lands in. That's a robot? I thought that was a human being. Well, I, yeah, I wasn't going to tell you that it was a robot until you freaked out. Yeah, it's a robot. That's actually, a, I guess they use a robot for all the major stunts. And then, you know, when it's not a major stunt, they put a, some kid in a Spider-Man costume. Mm. But can you imagine? Like, I didn't realize that was a robot. If I were there standing there, like we were just there. Uh, yeah. I'd be like, holy shit. That is that guy. Okay. Like he just, I would think he's paralyzed for the rest of his life. Wouldn't Dude, you? He's dead. He's dead. 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 <laughs> And those poor kids probably thought that was an actual person, too. I mean, when we were walking by it, like, I thought that was a real person. Do you think the whole thing is a robot, like, from start to finish? Maybe I that's don't know. what's going like, on. We didn't stop to watch it long enough, but, like, he was swinging around up in the air like that, like... Yeah. Yeah. Here goes something! And I like how the dumb audio uh, actors like continue on like the, the pre-recording. Yeah, it's not equipped with airbags. <laughs> it's not equipped with airbags. Perfect. Uh, you need an airbag. Okay, we have to take a quick break. We'll come back with more. We have a lot more to get to before we wrap it up. We're going to try to squeeze it in here before we're out of time. Uh, it's news to us on Adobe Radio. You can uh, follow us on Twitter, of course. Uh, it's news to us. We're also on Instagram. We post a lot of videos on there, and uh, we love to interact and say hi to you. So our uh, our Twitter is growing. So come say what's up. It's news to us. We'll be right back. It's news to us. Adobe Radio. A uh, worker of News Roundup continues. A worker at the Mars Chocolate Factory fell into a vat of chocolate. Huh. Not all just a worker, two workers. Oh, two? Two. You think one was trying to get the other one out? Like, oops. Oh, I thought maybe they were like, you know, maybe they were playing tag and they both fell in or something. Yeah, they were uh, both waist deep in chocolate and unable to get out on their own. So they had to call 911. Yeah, I mean, how hard do you think it would be to be in melted chocolate waist deep? Like, I imagine it's like a lot like quicksand, probably. Yeah, you fight more and it sucks you in more. Yeah. What a delicious way to die. Would, oh, man, that would be brutal. In a vat of if chocolate. If you're an employee in uh, melted chocolate, like as you're waiting for first responders, would you like be sitting there like licking it, eating it? 
I, I think you have to, but it, you know, I bet the first responders were doing that. You know. Uh, okay. If you were a first responder, would you want to touch the chocolate and eat the chocolate that two grown human beings fell into, waiting around? Like, how long did they um, have to wait? Like, did they pee in the pool here? Like, yeah. How fast does it take? I mean, is that a big priority for first responders? Two guys waist deep in in uh, dark chocolate. Or we have an old woman having a heart attack. Uh, what, what do we do first here, guys? Stuff. Um, yeah. Tough. Yeah. It's a tough, tough. It's a tough call. You know. Tough. A uh, a dude at a baseball game. He caught a foul ball while holding two beers. That's impressive. Very like impressive. Two cups of beer. Let's see the video here. Okay. And uh, he was also barehanded. Barehanded caught a foul ball. Right. Hit well, but foul. Did you think there was any chance as a fan who made him play? <laughs> you were going to get a baseball there. So we what couldn't you- see it from that angle. They just showed one angle that was not clear, but then they give us a replay from a different angle so we can see yes. uh, what's going on here. He brought his glove, right? Or did he get it barehanded? A baseball there, but yes. Oh, oh what a play. Oh, nice. And he didn't lose the two Modellos. Ah, didn't lose the two Modellos. There yeah, he's a beer, but that's pretty. They were canned. He, he had, had two like, cans of beer, like he was like beer, bear hugging them, beer hugging yeah. them. I'll call it. And then he caught the uh, the ball. Pretty impressive. Almost like Odell Beckham Jr. Like he leaned, he was like going backwards and outstretched his arm to catch that barehanded. That was pretty good. I I, I don't think I could have done that. I probably would have dropped the beer and ran for would my you wife have tried to catch it okay a foul ball comes <laughs> at you would you try to catch it or would you duck i would duck i like i don't know how to catch a foul ball it's gonna hurt my hand <laughs> right like i'm are you I might be in the same boat but i don't know it? I, I if anything i might like if i were wearing a baseball cap take it off and try to do that move but uh yeah a, not barehanded barehanded no 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 then you have these assholes that show up to baseball games with baseball gloves, just trying and dying for a foul. Why are ball. they a-holes? This is because, it's like, dude, I get, get a fucking life. Whoa. 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 I'm going to go to the cool, baseball man. game with my glove. No, hey, it's a tradition. A tradition of asshole douchebaggery. Like, you're not on the well, team. Call me a douchebag, but I've definitely done that as a kid. Are you saying all those little kids with their baseball gloves are douchebags? They're all douchebags. Monster. All of them are douchebags. I'm a monster. I don't care. This is what I think. All those little. You can call me a monster kids. all you want. Fucking douchebags. All of them. Wow. Get a life. Wow. No, I was kidding. No, I mean, like, if you're a kid, I get it. But I'm talking about the, the, uh, the grown adults that go there with baseball gloves. And then they also uh, bring, like, a, a portable radio to listen to the radio broadcast with their glove. <laughs> like, come on. I, I, I don't get it. That's all I'm saying. You just don't have a passion for the sport. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't have a passion for the sport. If you, if you don't get it, why are you calling people names if you don't get it? Because it's fun and, you know, ah, I'm just being, a, I'm being a bully and, you know, I, I'll admit that. <laughs> all right. I'm, picking, now I'm, bullying you. I'm picking on people who aren't picking on me. That's uh, it's fine. Huh. A uh, woman got her ex-boyfriend's name tattooed on her arm. You know, that's, that's never a good move to get a boyfriend, girlfriend, or even like husband or wife tattooed. Never. On. Don't do ever it. get another person's name unless they're your children. 
So she decided after the relationship didn't work out, she cut off the tattoo that was on her arm. So she cut off a chunk of her arm with a knife and then mailed the tattoo back to her ex. Oh, gross. And uh, looking at a photo of her right now, she has a lot of tattoos and oh, oh my and her God. bloody arm. Ah, I mean, like, that's... Listen, I, I get it. It was probably a moment of rage and passion and a very Ugh. soggy all envelope in the process, but, like, I think there's Too a, far. something better you could do. You could probably, like, just get it covered up or removed with laser. I, I don't know. I think the point was that her uh, ex had cheated on her and she was trying to show him what's up. Wait, but what does that mean? So it, gets though? Worse. it gets worse. Ugh. She also, she also removed her earlobes and clipped off one of her fingers. All right. This is, that's, that's, this is, that's uh, this is just, uh, you know, not somebody who probably, uh, yeah, is is going through a lot. The breakup breakups are hard. Don't 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 uh, mutilate yourself. Remove. Nobody's worth that. Yeah, don't remove parts of you. Jeez, I just can't I fathom guess. doing something like that. Ugh. Um, what else should we get to before we wrap it up here? There was um, oh, I, I yeah. like this one. Which one? A man finds a sex toy inside a catfish that he caught. <laughs> An Indiana man found an adult sex toy in the stomach of a catfish he caught while fishing. The, the man said the catfish's stomach was huge, and he thought it either swallowed some eggs or a smaller fish. But after fish uh, pushing on the stomach, the fish's stomach, it felt two hard objects inside. Oh man! After he got back home, he cleaned the fish, cut the stomach open to find a foam ball, a partially eaten fish, and a uh, phallic shaped sex toy just in time for pride month the man said that his three-year-old daughter was helping him clean the fish so even though he was laughing he made sure to cover her eyes eh. yikes how does that happen do you think two people were like getting a little weird by the lake uh, or just one lonely know. fisherman i think it's just one, one lonely, lonely fisherman on a boat and he just watched a postmates advertisement huh. I think someone was driving by and they were upset with, uh, you know, something that didn't go their way in the bedroom earlier in the evening. They threw it out their car window into the lake. Maybe that's what's going on. Uh, Real real quick, since I pulled this video, there's a really dumb uh, prank going on where you go through a drive-thru and you ask for a pinkity dinkity. (laughs) And then you wait for the person working the drive through window to respond. And uh, somebody did that at Starbucks or like this girl convinced her boyfriend to do it. And here's what happened. A, a, a venti pinkity dinkity. A venti pink drink. Yeah. <laughs> I guess she told me a pinky dinkity. She's playing with me out here. <laughs> It's all right. I think uh, a lot of people call it pinkity drinkity, so I think that's. Oh, man. Yeah, she got me. Shut up. No berries. With no berries, I guess. No berries? Yeah. All right. Anything else for you? I don't get it. I don't know. I guess people think they're funny. What was that? How was that funny? 
Just go through drive through and say, can I get a pinkity dinkity? Wait, I don't get it. That, 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 I didn't get it. Right over the head. Well, it's not on the menu. Oh, okay. Yeah, and you're asking for a pinkity dinkity. Yeah, but they always have their secret menu at Starbucks, right? Yeah, but you do that at any drive through It doesn't have to be Starbucks. Hmm. Do you what get- if you got something weird? What if they're like, okay, we'll get that for you? <laughs> yeah, you might regret ordering that. But yeah, don't don't do it, folks. You gonna you gonna try it? Maybe. Order a pinkity dinkity. Okay, uh, thanks everyone. It's news to us. See you next time. With all due respect, that's a bunch of malarkey.